Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up, welcome to Kicks. Today we have my boy Terrence Green from the hit show, Step Up High Water. What's up, my boy? How you doing? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. And no doubt, man. Like right now, I wish we we can trade places. <laughs> We're in New York, man. The weather is turning. Like one um, yesterday it was sixty five. Now today is like forty something. So oh, man. oh yeah, I finally got hit with the cold. Yeah, nah, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I don't miss that. I'm from the East Coast, but I do not miss the cold. But yeah, I'm about to be on the first thing smoking to LA <laughs> just miss me with with that tax issue you yeah guys, yeah we wildin bro it's, it's, you gotta save you gotta save to save bread out here alright man so like how does it feel to be on you know one of Star's most successful shows with um Step Up High Water ah uh, man it's it's crazy right? it's a dream come true man uh I remember when we first started it, you know, you kind of don't know where, where it's going, but being part of the uh, the franchise itself is is amazing. You know what I mean? That's one of the uh, key factors that inspired me to dance, you know, the whole step up, all the films and everyone in it, you know, looking up to, uh, to them, auditioning for every movie and not getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just uh, a driving point for me to just keep going. So absolutely, it was, it was great. You know, you just said you that you had a background in um in dancing um like the the moves you were doing on the show was that like all you or, or was that like scripted oh that's so so the dancing the choreo uh definitely got a shout got a shout them out uh sorry uh people with like Jamaica Craft uh Kiki Eli Marvelous Marv like those three people, they give us the cook choreo, and then like we, you know what I mean. We do do our thing. Uh, the freestyle part, I do my thing, you know what I mean. But they also give me like pointers and be like, oh, this would be cool if you hit something like this, you know what I mean. So I ain't gonna lie, like the drip, all that stage stuff is those three right there. They just kill it, man. So shout out to Jamaica Craft, Kiki, Eli, Marvelous Marv. And and you guys make it look so easy on TV. Like I remember. I was- like, I remember I was watching one episode. I was like, all right, um, it don't look that hard. Let me <laughs> nah, to be real. I'm like, oh, oh hell no, this is it. Now, we, we, we rehearse a lot. We rehearse <laughs> uh, uh, a lot. 
a lot, really long time. Um, but it's fun. It's a lot of work. It's really hard. You know what I mean? But like I say, we all we want an amazing show. You know what I mean? And, and we want to look the best that we can. So uh, we rehearse many hours, uh, even when we on set, even when we get home. Like we link up outside of set. You know what I mean? Like, can we go like over it? I want to practice. You know, even Neo, like Neo, be in the studio. Like, hey, what's the moves? Like, uh, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, man, we all just want to do an amazing job because we know we have the dance world, you know what I mean, to back us up. But we also want a lot of new audiences to adjust and adapt and grow with us and, and get to know us and see what we're about. The one thing I learned about the show is that I'm not a dancer. <laughs> so I'm going to just leave that alone for, for now. If there's anything above two-stepping, Nah, that's it for me. Hey, hey, but that's still a vibe, though, man. Hey, a, a good two-step could start some things. You never know, bro. I'll tell you. Yo, um, yo, have you ever, like, gone to the club and, like, and somebody recognize you and, you know, just be like, oh, it's you? And then they'll just, and then they'll just try some, like, some wild dance moves? Uh, To be real, so I don't really, like, battle people like that anymore. You know what I mean? But when I'm in the club, dancers, for sure. They approach me and to be honest with you, like I'll spot them first, you know what I'm saying? And I just love dance. I still dance, you know, dance is what introduced me to TV, film and all that. So uh, if I see them, I'll, I'll go to the whole cypher and I just stand there and watch for, for a while. You know what I mean? I don't really enter the ring as much as I, I you know, used to, you know what I'm saying? I got to keep, keep, keep the kicks clean, you know what I'm saying? Fresh, I don't really bust that much anymore, but uh now, nah, like, I, I usually someone uh catch me watching, and then they're like, come on, come on, come on. And I ain't gonna lie, like, I'll still hit a hit a round or two, but I, I usually just watch, and if they do see me and recognize me, you know, we'll take a picture, show show love, I follow back, you know what I mean, stuff like that. You know, what type of character arcs can we expect from Rigo this season and in um, future seasons? Uh, to be real, without spoiling anything, of course, uh, just know that he has a lot of decisions he has to make. Uh, with season one, he was definitely being groomed to be a superstar. Season two, like real life happened, you know what I'm saying? So he had to face the, the effects of, of his parent, of his dad and in the streets on top of trying to pursue his dream. So uh, season three, I feel like they just turn up the drama a lot with him and and they just focus on the decisions you make as you're making a rise to be a star like things get harder if people in your life start requiring more and everyone starts pulling you left and right and the battles that I feel like the arc you're going to see with him is just the battles of being pulled left right up and down from the people that he loves and trusts the most you know he's got his his brother, he's got his girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? He's got the school, he's got the uh, sage. Everyone is yanking him to where they feel as though is the best way to him, for him. And, and he believes everyone. So it's kind of like he's torn, you know what I mean? So I guess the battle between, you know, trusting the people you love and seeing if they have the best interest for him or if this is the best interest for them through him. I kind of like that whole dynamic you and Neo have on the show. It kind of reminds me of um, Nick Cannon character and Sean relationship from Drummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually really good. I ain't gonna lie, that's good. Yeah, man. The, the relationship between Rigo and Sage is, is interesting because uh, at the end of the day, Rigo does want to be 
a superstar and Sage is that star. You know what I'm saying? So when they first meet, it's awesome because Sage is actually inspired by him. He's like, oh, I like this kid. He, he reminds me of me. And then Rigo is also inspired because he's like, ah, I want to be like him. So they meet and they kind of mesh. But then when Sage realizes who his dad is, he instantly hates him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a battle because at the end of the day, he likes the kid and the kid likes him. But there's a conflict in between them. So being able to jump back and forth, and I think the, the writers did an amazing job by like making us be really close and clashing and really close and clashing because every time we do each, every time we're getting along and every time we're beefing, uh, I feel like it makes sense. And, and being able to go back and forth with Neil is super fun, man. That guy's a leader, super experienced actor, talented guy, man. So just being around him is just inspiring. Do you watch Raising Kanan? Cause, because um, Kanan's relationship with um, Detective Howard, too, that kind of re- reminds me of um, you guys. That's why the comparisons are really good. Like you really, you really be tapping into that. That's actually really dope. But I think that's why I like the like difference with us is being able to add the like element of dance in it, and and it's still having the same effect of like real life street stuff that like Kanan or Power or or, or all them other great shows on Stars do. So I I like the like element of I feel like. It's like a Canaan and P Valley fusion with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a it's a good good mix, and I think that's why I like Stars pick picked us up. So shout out to them, man, because that's I like I like this home. <laughs> that that P Valley be calling my name sometimes. I'm telling you, <laughs> that's great show, man. Stars know what they're doing, bro. Man, that show had me wanting to go through that car wash a couple of times. <laughs> Like, God, it's still not that clean. Let's do another lap. <laughs> you know, um, Step Up, they had, like, a whole bunch of guest cameo appearances. Um, is there, like, any singers or rappers that you want to see on the show? Because I think, like, some of the dudes from um, B2K pulling up for an episode of Two <laughs> You know what? That, now that you put it like that, we've never had that talk. Um, that would be cool, you know what I'm saying, to have, like, some... Omarion vibes up in there, you know what I mean? Like, that would be cool. Um, we do have some special guests that are going to, you know, stop by and, and make their way through the show. Uh, you just have to wait and see who they are because I ain't trying to spoil that, you know what I mean? But, nah, man, like, the, the, the guests, choreographers, the dancers, even the people in the dance groups, like, on stage with us, you know what I mean? They're celebs in their, in their own way and, and in their world and in the dance world and all over the world, too, not just in dance, you know what I mean? So... It's dope to see the community of dance and the celebrities of dance get their get their shine. Even if they're not in the show, they're being mentioned in the show. You know what I mean? They they have a highlight. So it's really dope to see see the the celebrities that we see all the time and the people on the rise be able to get the opportunity to be on the show. So it's great. You know, I think Chris Brown on the show would be pretty good too. Bro, Chris Brown on the show would be live. That would be live. All right, so I know you're a big sneakerhead. Like, do you try to incorporate some of that when it comes to um? What makes you think I like sneakers, man? <laughs> Just took a guess, lucky guess, I guess. All right, say it again, my bad. What? Um, do you try to like incorporate some of like the sneaker culture stuff when it comes to portraying um Rigo? 
Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we all know sneakers is is a big thing in in our world. No matter like where you are, everyone loves a fresh pair of kicks. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Rigo is ATL, born and raised, and you already know ATL is fashion. You know what I mean? Swag drip, all that. You know what I mean? So the sneaker game got to be fire. And we had that talk uh, when we started to film the show. Is you know I I trusted wardrobe with it. Shout out to Mary Kay my dog he kept me dripped out um she definitely invested a lot into Rigo's sneaker game and if you watch the show you'll see like we got clearance on a lot of Jordans I was really big on that Jordans and Dunks uh we got some high-end stuff in there too like we got some Louis Vuitton in there I'm wearing you know I ain't trying to spoil it we got some Tom Ford in there I was like but it's crazy you know what I mean so the fashion for Rigo in season three definitely like went crazy. So it's, it's definitely sneaker driven. Man, it's crazy. Like, I don't think I could, you know, like even if in acting, like I don't think I could just jack up a, a pair of shoes. You know, you know, it's wild. So I had to figure out a way to do it. And the sacrifice made was either I dance or I don't dance, right? Because if I dance, I'm gonna cook them. You know what I mean? So I exactly. bought two or three pair. Uh, and, and, and then you got your cookers. You know, if you cook one, you just got to keep them, keep them cooked. But still keep them clean. That cook them, just got to keep your fresh pair so they can always have a nice little appeal to them. You know, that's kind of like us New Yorkers and Air Force Ones. Like, you only get three wears out of them. So yeah. Four of them on deck. I actually got a fresh pair in the back. I just got it. I got a fresh white pair in the back right there. I had to re-up on the new ones. You're absolutely right. Exactly, man. Like them, those Air Force Ones. I love them, man. But shit, man, they they only good for about three wears. Yeah, it's like even if you clean them, if the strings got a little dirt on them, you know what I mean. You can't really rock them the same. And that's the main reason why, like, I'm kind of hesitant to buy the Louis Vuitton Air Force One collab. <laughs> that's the main reason why. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I could do it. I gotta, I gotta stick with the, you know, the regular Air Force. I got that hundred dollars, one twenty. You know what I mean? You know, I might be able to look past the price tag. I'll just save up a little bit here and there. But shit, man, after three wears, that's a <laughs> so you gonna be like, Whoa. it's gonna take a special day to rock them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, man. So, um, what's in your sneaker rotation right now? Honestly. Uh, my sneakers are purchased based off like the outfits. I try to like base colors, you know what I'm saying? And and usually I go with all of them to be, I mean, if you see, I do red, black, and white a lot. And I have a couple like, you know, green and blues and stuff like that. And then yellows, but I mainly do like red, black, and white. That's my thing. You know, the Steelers are my team. So I got my yellow and blacks, you know, but I try to keep a red, black, white base and then you know i got a bunch of nipsey fits so gotta dab on the blues i got nipsey shoes right there you know i mean i don't really we're a little i'm a little sus right here with these with this group right here i'm a little on the fence with them right now (laughs) but you know it is what it is (laughs) you know you know that colorway that you mentioned that's a classic colorway and i was just telling and um and I was just talking to somebody about the Air Matumbos and that colorway, actually. I think, I think that's the shoe. Like, if I could bring any shoe back, I want the Air Matumbos. 
Bro, I was talking about that, not them. Uh, someone had mentioned them, but the color, it was the pattern on them that really impressed me, like the design on those. But I also loved, I wanted the Dion Sanders. I think I need to find them. They were the, uh, it had like the black and white with the zigzag up, the black, white, and gold. Those, oh, bro. Oh, I remember when I had them. I miss them, so and I gotta find a like retro pair of them joints, man. Nah, like for those, I think you better off just just going to like a secondhand shop. Or now I want a fresh pair. I think they were the was. Dang, your StockX is saying five hundred dollars for them. That's crazy. What size though? I le- oh, I ain't see the size. I just keep that. Air ninety six. DT yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I would love to. if I could get them. I'd be hype. Do you buy like OG sneakers just to like kind of showcase, or you just stick to like the the retros and whatever's new right now? So to be real, I'm not really. I don't really get the new stuff. I I haven't been a fan of the new stuff because it just looks a little different for me. I I like the era where Jordan was actually playing. Um, I got like Kobe's my like all time favorite. So I literally like I, I got a few of his kicks, but I always just like the peel of Jays. So I, I always stuck with the like classic Jordan ones. And of course, like you said, red, black and white, infamous wave. So the breads, I try to get a lot of the breads, man. And my favorites are the elevens, of course. Well, I mean I don't want to say of course, because you know, everyone has their own, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, those I'm just starting to actually get back into like newer Jordans because like after like 18, I kind of stopped buying like the newest ones that that came out for that year. But like last year when Luca and um and Zion and Zion and Jason Tatum had the tw- um the 30s, eights or sevens, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, now they back on the right track. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to get. To me, it's taking some adjusting because the new style of Jordans are like very, like they're a lot more vibrant now. You know what I mean? Like they switch and like one shoe be red, one to be green. You know what I mean? Like I like it. It's dope. I just got to adjust to it. So I like how they're switching it up and, and keeping it in the fam. It's new for me for them to be so, uh, what is, uh, what was I about to say? Low, low tops or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I'm used to my shoes being like mids and highs, and oh, nice, man, yeah. But I definitely like I, I like I like the way the wave is going, and and they're giving people the creative space to adjust the shoe, alter the shoes, and design their own shoes too. So it's making the variety better because you're not seeing a bunch of people wearing the same same shoes. But you know, I stick I stick with my like classic shoes right now. And you know what? I hate what Nike's doing now. Like, they don't let you buy, like, say if I wanted to buy 10 pairs of Air Force Ones, they put a cap on that. So now I think you only could buy two, and that's only to fight, um, that's only to fight, like, customs and um, and artists. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I stopped, so- I stopped really buying shoes as much because it got harder. And the price went went up. So finding a way to stop us from buying temper, I ain't really mad at. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's been really, really hard 
to get the shoe that I want. And I'm like, I'm not going to resell it. Like, I, I keep my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever, like, waited in line, like, overnight or, like, one of them wild stories? I did. What did I? I didn't stay up overnight. I did a, uh, I pulled up. I remember <laughs> this was wild. I think one of the wild, wildest things is when the cool grays originally dropped, um, I went to, to the mall early. And that was, the lines were long, but they weren't like they were now. You didn't have to, like, spend the night. But I got there, and it was crazy because the mall opened at 10. And I got in line, but I didn't have money to get the shoes. So uh, I got in line to see if I could get them. And I got my size, and I waited there five hours until my mom got off work holding the shoes until she got out of mom, I need you to come buy these shoes for me. And she's like, what? And I'm like, they're really rare. I need them. Um, I didn't have it, like please help me like please help me and she goes oh my god and she's like you sat there the store was so mad at me it was like bro you're sitting there holding shit i'm like my mom's at work she's gonna come back i sat in foot locker for five hours holding a pair of cool cool grades man you try that now here in brooklyn or (laughs) they're not having that it's either you paying or you leaving it's over (laughs) or you gotta have a talk with the security guard in the back they make you there, but bro, give us our shoe shoes back, bro. It's a wrap. Run it back. You know what I just started to buy? Like New Balance. Bro, my homeboy, check this out. My homeboy, uh, Jackson, shout out to him, one of the best rappers in the world. Just kind of plug him in there. Jackson Larry. Uh, this guy literally started wearing them a couple years ago. And I remember seeing him. I was like, New Balance, my boy. I was like, I remember because I had a bunch of them. And he goes, he goes, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. Watch. And I ain't going to hold you. It came. Oh, definitely came back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah, because they saucy. You know, Teddy Saints, man, I mean, they should just give that dude whatever he wants. <laughs> bro, that's that's a different kind of bag, bro, when you can shift the, like, culture like that and then bounce back again and make it pop again. Cause like Fila tried it a little bit, they started to do it. But I think it hit as hard. Puma did it very well. Puma hit hip hop world very well. I'm I'm so thankful for them. Like Puma was one of them them brands that like I wasn't really into as much. And then when they got Meek and then they got Nipsey and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, and then the, and then the outfits are fire on top of that. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm with it. And then they got the like ballers and the kicks got fired too. So. I was super tweaked about that, so shout out to you. know, I remember back in my, well, not my day, but, um, like, the generation before me, like Puma and Stan Smith, those were the sneakers of the day. Ooh, those, the, uh, what was the story? Oh, my mind just went blank. It was called, uh, it was Jazzy, Jazzy, uh. Oh, Jazzy Jeff? Jazzy, nah, not the, the guy, the store. Jimmy Jazz. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Jazz, that's right. I used to, mm-hmm. I used to get mine there. Jimmy Jazz, that was that was my spot. Philly Bryson, who is crazy out there? You know, what would be dope if Joe Fresh Goods and New Balance and like Louis Vuitton or 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 whoever's controlling Virgil's um stuff right now, if they did a collab and just did off white, like a pair of um ninety sixties or something. Bro, that would be wild. I ain't even think about a collab like 
fast, some off-white throwbacks. Yeah, I think that'll be better than like Air Force Ones and Louis Vuitton, because like the average person can't buy that. Let's just be real about it. Yeah, the, off. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard for me to get. I don't even buy. But <laughs> like, I'm like off-white man. That's where it gets it gets wild for me. Once we start going crazy on the price points, I'm just like, I'm not. I just like I like. My thing for sneakers and the reason why I fell in love with Jordans, it wasn't even the like price or just because it was Jordan. It was what he did in the Jordans. Facts, man, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these Jays, like each one of them, they got an epic story behind what he did. You know what I mean? And and that's why I like it. Like those shoes make me feel like I got the power he had back back then. Having flu games, you know what I'm saying? Having Bulls over Broadway, just knowing what he did with the Knicks and stuff like that. You know, just certain shoes just make me remember his state of mind, and it just sends me there. That's why I got the Nipsey's, and that's why the, like, Yeezys were good to me at one point. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everyone just had an epic story, and then Chuck's having just history of all them, and Air Max. Like, every, every sneaker to me had an epic story and journey with how it inspired me. So that's that's what always driven me to sneakers. And I'm glad you said that because, like, the majority of like the Instagram influence, in the influence, uh, the influ- influencers, mm-hmm. if if you show them like a pair of of fives, they can't tell you what year he actually wore it or like his um what he did in them. Yeah, and that, and that's why like it's that's why my stories like when I talk with sneakers with with with, with people it. It just hit different now because, like, I get it. Like, I get the hype. I get the all the you know just because they cost a lot. But like, my my whole thing is just like these this wall of sneakers back here inspired me. And and what inspired me isn't how much it costs. What inspired me is what the what the dude who wore them did. You know, what I mean, my I got Kobe's up there. They ain't never touched the ground. That my that my feet ain't never touched. You know what I'm saying? Just because I know what he did in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just. I look at him and I just be like, Cole did that. Like, I, I could do that. You know, it just, it's one of them things. And I'm sure, like, sneakers nowadays have that story behind the people who design it and stuff like that. But I, I don't really get told those stories. And people just say it all the time. Like, it was a rare release, so I got it. I'm like, I don't want a, a rare release. I just want something that keep me inspired. And every time I look back at this wall and I look at, each shoe and or if I wear a shoe like that it, it inspires me mm-hmm. so like now like a lot of rappers they have sneaker collabs like um like which rapper you think has the best collab because now I think Travis Scott like ain't nobody touching him see that's what I was about to say Travis Travis is I like and are okay with I like the like the blue and white ones you know what I mean I'm not really a big fan of brown shoes so I, I don't really do like the brown stuff like that. But his his black his black, white and blue ones, like those those ones really fire to me. And and it is wild because I see a lot of like NBA players players with it and they got big feet. So if, if you can have big feet and make some shoes fire, those those to me is hard. You know what I mean? Uh I honestly like Khaled's new release. I like I like what he, he did because of the rarity, like it being 23 of them in a pack of four, you know what I mean? And what he did was he took the old school look with it and then threw the like new school colorway on them. So it's still, it's, it's the fives. I think he did the fives and um, they're still bright, colorful, like the new school, but got the old school look to it. 
you know, I got a funny story about the Travis Scotts. I was in um, I was in L.A. Actually, I was either at Mob's Burgers or or Ramona's, and um, dude was like, "Oh, you, oh, you wearing the wrong colors over here, homie." I'm like, hey. <laughs> I was like, "All right, you got it." <laughs> at least you got you got to keep your shoes, right? Oh, exactly. I was like. That's safe. I, I, That's I moved safe. Them so fast. I had no business over there. He had no business. No. That shit was crazy. That's true, I, funny. You know, I, I think that was the last time I wore them, too. Yeah, because you knew the rest. You said, you know, I don't really think, you know what I mean? This is like, what I need to be doing. Like, here, I could wear them, no problem. But, like, places like L.A., like, I don't know the lay of the land, so. I ain't going to hold you, man. The safest thing to do in LA is when you feel at risk, be clueless. <laughs> Act clueless, bro. Do not remind them where you're from. Do not give them any type of vibes. Just play, play dumb. Play dumb. Yo, know, I did that in in Chicago once because um I had I had my my hat was was kind of like tilted to the side like this and then like you're supposed to wear it straight if you're not affiliated. See, I don't even know that. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, I was like. Yeah, so that time I almost got caught up there too, at the chicken spot in the not, hood. Oh yeah, no, nah, I can't do none of that. I can't do none of that. I even know like stuff like that. I just kind of learned from being out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I almost get my shit taken. All right, man. So like we talked about Travis Scott, um, your boy Ye been in the news as of late. Like, do you think um, people will stop buying his stuff because of all the? Um, things that I am and lately I, I am I I, I, I uh, man like I said I'm like if about this whole role right here you know what I'm saying but yeah I, I'm not in, like interested in, in it at all right now I understand just being able to you know speak freely and stuff like that but you know I ain't really got too many things to say about it I just don't agree you know what I mean like there's just Certain things I think you could word differently, you know, and for the sake of just people and feelings and things like that, while still feeling free and and speaking your mind, you know what I mean? I think there's just certain things you could think about the long-term effects when you say them, that's all. You know, and I think it's kind of trash. You kind of left the gap in Adidas because honestly, Adidas is the best place for him, like, Nike or whoever else, they're not going to give him that creative freedom that Adidas has. Yeah, I feel like he'd messed all that up. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know the deal. Like, I don't even watch the, like, videos anymore. It's 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 triggering, you know what I mean? So I kind of avoid that stuff and kind, and kind of just try to stay on, on what I got going. You know, some of these shoes just look really nice with my fit, so it kind of drains me, you know, but... Hey man, <laughs> whatever. That's why I got him. I was like, you know, I got my shoes that could look nice, you know, along with the stories. And now the stories yeah. don't add up. <laughs> whatever is helping you dripping, huh? That's what right. <laughs> All right, so before we go, man, we got to talk about some hoop, man. Um, are you excited for the Lakers this year? I'm nervous. <laughs> a good nervous or like a nervous, nervous? Nah, like, man, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm terrified, bro. Like, uh, yeah, like the world knows. I don't know. I mean, you may not know, but I am diehard Kobe fan, dude. Like Kobe has been 
one of the biggest driving points in my life since I found out who he was in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like, high school. So, my thing is, like, I just... I just don't feel like they got that dog in them the way Kobe would bring out that dog in people, bro. Like, yeah. LeBron is the beast. I am not hating on LeBron. Like, he is a beast. One of the best to ever do it behind MJ and Kobe. <laughs> but, you know, like, I would pay any type of money just to see Kobe's reaction to Westbrook shooting. Yeah, I feel like it would be, remember when he was on, I forgot whose talk show it was, when they played the clip for him and he just sat there like. Oh, yeah, with um, with um, D-Lo. And, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel like that's how he looks at them every game now, just. <laughs> I mean, like, like, do you want the Russell Westbrook experiment to end, or do you think it can? Um... I never wanted it to happen, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I'm not going to lie, I never was a fan of it. You know, I like what he did. Don't get me wrong. He's a beast. I just didn't think he would be a good fit for the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like with LeBron being a general on the floor, you don't need another one. You know what I mean? And and I I would rather the Lakers surround LeBron with some shooters. Oh, facts, man. Like, if if we had shooters, I feel like they would do well because LeBron can drive and you got AD in the paint so the shooters can catch fire. Fire. AD open. AD can start it off. Once they drop down on him, kick it out. We got the threes. That's that's the main thing I feel, feel like it's going on. Like we don't need Westbrook driving in the lane going wild. You got AD in the paint. But I'm not a coach, so <laughs> you know they speak with what I think. You know he might be um, okay coming off the bench. I know he, that's not something he wants to do, but um, but he, I, just, he had a good up. game. His last game was good though. Yeah, but everybody else. Yeah, it is. ain't got that dog in them, man. I was looking at the shooting percentages. I'm like, Jesus. It's hard, bro. It's hard. You grow up all your life just cheering for a team that is just killing the game because the guy you, like, idolize is such a beast. And then you bring another beast, and you're just like, man. Hey, man, now you know what it's like to be a Knicks fan without the expectations. Or the <laughs> So that's pretty much. <laughs> oh my god, that welcome, is too funny. Welcome to our world. Ah, uh, yeah, my homeboy is a Knicks fan. That's wild. It's funny because <laughs> I'm just like, man, I used to be so excited, like game night. Now I just wait for the end and watch the like highlights and so, stuff. I'm like, come on, man. Man, I think LA can um get it together. I think most dads wanted to. Be dependent on AD, but he's always out. So that's he's always hurt, oh, and he's he's always hurt and always on the floor. I'm like, dude, he's seven feet, and then like he's on the floor like more than like most guards. It's just it's just stressful, man. It's just stressful. Hey, man, better the Lakers than the Knicks this time. But I'm always ride. I gotta ride for because this for cold. Kobe said it. You don't walk away from him when things are bad. You got to stick it out and thug it. And that's what he did. So we just got to thug it. We're going to come back around. It's going to, we're going to come back. I, I believe in my guy. I've, at some point, something's going to, the Mamba mentality is going to break through from the heavens above. 
and it's going to conquer everybody. It's going to happen. I'm telling you. Are you going to go to the game where LeBron going to um, close in on a scoring record? Because I've been trying to guesstimate when it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen this year, but. Yeah, like, you know how you know how much money tickets are going to be for that game? Yeah, that's why I'm trying to buy it kind of like now. So, But that means you got to guess on which game it is. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So, like, as he gets closer and closer, then I'm going to just kind of mark it up with, <laughs> with the schedule. I see how you're doing it. All right. That's this is going to be one of them games. Watch it be a game like the game before he's going to drop, like, 45 and get it. I just want him to do it at um, at the Garden, MSG. Uh, I mean, put your bread on it. Put your bread on it. Man, that'll just – it'll help me out because I don't got to travel. But, <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the historical significance of, like, doing something like that at, at the Garden – Man, I'll live forever. Just just like Steph Curry when he broke the record here. Oh, he did yeah. do that there. That boy rained that three too. I was like I was like, finally, I, I finally get to the cover of a game where like something like historic is about to happen. <laughs> you was at that one? Yeah, yeah. Cause oh, I've been for like ten years and yeah, ten years. This is my tenth season. Like, oh I'm word. Only, yeah, only been to a few Nets and Knicks playoff playoff games and like mostly Sixers playoff games, but but prior to that, the most significant thing I covered was like the All Star game or the finals. Oh, that's lit, man! Congrats like, to that. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, I was happy I finally got to see some NBA history. Yeah, that's epic. I only been to a few games. I want some like I want a lavish experience. The Lakers looked out for me one time. You know what I mean? And I just. Whew. Hey man, if if the Clippers offered you like the ultimate experience for every home game, would you, would you jump ship? Yep. No, no. Wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> nope, nope. No, yep. no. I said yep. I mean, I thought you meant would I like go to the games? But if I gotta like be a Clippers fan, yeah. Nah, nah. You gotta sign that death row contract. With nah. The Ah, uh, nah, if I got to jump over, nah, I got to, nah. I mean, like, I think I'm, I'm, I might try something like Like, I will go because I've gone to, like, Clippers game. My boy works for him, so he got me a plug on the street. I was up there. I was slot, you know what I'm saying? I was up there, good seats. You know what I mean? It was a good, exciting game. You know what I mean? But nah, I couldn't throw the, like, a Clippers jer- jersey on. Like, no, nah, that's blasphemy. You know, the last Clippers game I went to, it was here at the garden, and um, that's when Charles Oakley was fighting with some, with security. That was the last Clippers game I covered. You caught that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you got yeah. memories. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on in in the crowd? That can't be who I think it is." And then it was who I thought it was, and then all that happened afterwards. That is wild. <laughs> like, like, like even Doc Rivers and um. Everybody on the Clippers bench just stopped. Everybody just stopped. Yeah, because they caught my attention at first. Because, like, everybody just stopped and was just watching the crowd. So me watching them, that caught my attention to to what was going on. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody cared about the game after that. Yeah, that's a wild one right there. 
And the, and the worst part about it, it happened like three minutes after the game started. Because it was like after the first media timeout. You know how you watch games on TV and they like call timeout like eight minutes in the first quarter? Or nine, <laughs> whatever. What's that time? That's, that's early in the game. Yeah, the game had just, just started. It wasn't even like 20 or 15 yet. It was like 11, 8. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, man, I need to see some more stuff like that. So that's he said he went to smoke. Yeah, so that's why I'm I'm kind of hoping LeBron breaks the record here. He gonna do it. I'm sure. And um, I was really rooting for you guys last season. You guys had my guy Melo. I was hoping he would win a ring. <laughs> Yo, Melo, Melo was a good vibe. He started off on fire. He started off on fire. He did good. I had a, like, and I caught a little dry spot. But, you know, I like I like Melo. Melo on the squad to me is fire. You know where I, I want to see him at? I want to see him either go back to the Knicks and retire or sign <laughs> with the Nuggets, make a run at the title, and then retire. Those are the only two things I want to see from him. That ain't gonna hold you. Him at Denver, at a shot at it would be kind of like epic for him. I but mean, also him, him on the team with LeBron is like epic because they like the league tried to you know turn him, turn them against each other so much. You know, seeing seeing them get along and stuff like that is super fun. Yeah, but that was my guy, man. I just wanted to win the title. <laughs> Even if he had to sign with Golden State on a 10-day contract. Yo, he's like, just get there somehow. Just get a ring. Yeah, just get something, man. Because I'm tired of defending him, man. There's, yeah. there's, there's I, think, I think a scoring title can win an argument with. I think Melo going to be another another Chuck. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It'll be him and Westbrook. Those two. That's wild. All right, man. So I want to thank you for coming on, man. Like anytime I get to talk about sneakers and um, basketball, you know, it's really a um, pleasure, man. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Uh, right now, uh, working on some things in the works right now. I can't, you know, really release them, but I'm going to definitely be promoting them soon. If you just follow my Instagram, Ross Swagger, everything, R-A-W-S-W-A-G-G-E-R, or check out rosswagger.com, everything will be, be up there. But right now, for the next few months, we're going to be pushing a step up heavy on stars. So I'm just trying to get as many eyes on that. Um, just hopefully we can just keep the show going and keep, keep everything going because the show is amazing, man. We work so hard on it and uh, the response has been great. So we're trying to just keep a good, keep a good eye on it and, and also like introduce the show to, to new people because a lot of people think the whole step up brand is just, Catered to just dances, and actually, if you if you watch everyone's story, I feel like there's a character on this show over here that someone can relate to at some point. Or if you can't relate to them personally, you can identify a friend, or you can be inspired by it. So everyone's story and the whole cast and everyone just working with all of them is just amazing, amazing. Everyone's has a nice story to tell. So that's that's my main thing right now is just making sure the world knows about this show. All right, man. Um, thank you again for coming on. Cool, man. Thanks for ha- having me, man. And everybody, stay tuned, bro, because this show is amazing. So just watch Step Up Three on Stars, and if you can subscribe to Stars, please tweet, 
hashtag do whatever you got to do man because like uh it they watch and it matters so so the more eyes on the show that we get the more better chance that we get to stay on there you know keep shaking up stars you know what i'm saying and and the thanks for the talk but as you see i love sneakers and stuff like that so i appreciate the time getting to share my story and the reason behind all this stuff behind me all right bro thanks again man thanks for having me buddy stay up